hustle. Fitting all is what the fiends want. You gotta die to get your streams up. Streets to fuck your dreams up. I was ready for war. I got my cream up. They couldn't do nothing with me. They had to team up. Treat the shoddy like Scotty. I had to beam up. I've done a lot and I've seen much. Another gear, that's a mean clutch. An extreme rush. And them foreigns or the mean trucks. Fake tough guys. Niggas really cream puffs. I get your back dirty. Wrinkle your jeans up. When your life ain't right, it don't mean much. You put the knife in right, you get a clean cut. Yeah, hopefully I hit an artery. High supposed to be and usually high gotta be. If you live to see 30, you hit the lottery. And I don't need you to hit a button to follow me. later but a little bit later man y'all niggas in the media is foul dog you want to know the reason why Andrew Wiggins was out for so long his father has a severe medical condition and he was away from the team tending to his ailing father Mitchell Wiggins who was also a former NBA player so y'all motherfuckers in the media and y'all niggas in the streets made up this shit so that he could come out and give y'all what y'all wanted. Y'all is wrong. I had to tell y'all that. So nice. I had to tell y'all twice because y'all going to hell for that. That lady was not even cheating on him. You know, that's why I gave the lady a benefit of the doubt. I gave old girl the benefit of the doubt because it ain't confirmed by nobody. It's just hearsay and internet gossip and Twitter gossip. But that's a damn shame that Andrew Wiggins, he's a good kid. He a good guy. I criticize him a lot. I felt like he was always supposed to be a better basketball player, but he's still a good kid with a family. Music Soul Child revealed that he tried to put together a supergroup with Jasmine Sullivan and Bilal. Wow. That shit would have been jamming. So all three of them could sing, but I don't know, man. Bilal and Jasmine would have blew music off the mic. I'm not going to hold you. No disrespect intended. I love victims and villains. But Jasmine, Jasmine Pipes is certified. Bilal is certified. Music certified too, but not like them. But I'm guess I mean well what Music Soul Child said was conflict and schedule was the reason why the group never came together. Understandable. The Boston Celtics Confirmed that Al Horford plans to retire at the end of the 2022-2023 season. 
Horford has played 17 seasons in the NBA and six of them with the Celtics. What can I say about Al Horford's career? Man, what I can say is I hope he can get a ring before he gets up out of here because this man spent his whole career in the Eastern Conference Finals, Eastern Conference Finals, Eastern Conference Finals. This dude was constantly, I mean, what we can say is Al Horford is a winner, but not a championship winner. This is a guy that is uh, has always been a solid piece to playoff cores. He's not a superstar player. He was a star player when he was younger, but became a reliable role player on not just the Hawks, but the Boston Celtics and the Philadelphia 76ers. It would suck to see a, a, a quality pro go out ringless. Not a Hall of Fame career at all whatsoever, but solid career nonetheless. Well, the Dallas Mavericks almost shut down Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. But Luka came out and said, we're not willing to give up, give up. Because the Mavericks were thinking about just bringing Kyrie Irving back and grabbing a top 10 pick out the draft. This draft is supposed to be a very deep draft from what I hear from the streets. I have not viewed any draft tapes. I will start doing so as early as tomorrow morning. Yeah, man. The Milwaukee Bucks are 27 and 5 with Chris Middleton. But now, after tonight's game with the Chicago Bulls, Middleton was dealing with the knee soreness of the same knee that kept him out of the playoffs last year. That's very concerning. You already had Giannis out of the game. And now you have Middleton out with knee soreness. Both out with knee soreness. Very concerning. However, I watched possibly the worst basketball game I've seen all season in the Bucks and the Bulls. I mean, the Bucks won the game. Not only won the game, but ended up clinching the number one overall seed. Hopefully, Chris Middleton comes back for that because they're going to need him to win the championship. I mean, they could survive a round or two without him, but not the NBA Finals without him. That's a, Middleton's another guy that I talked a lot of shit about, but I feel I understand what his value means to his franchise. But the Bucks clinching home court throughout the playoffs spells trouble because a lot of people have the Bucks winning the championship this year. I'm not sure about that. It depends on the role that set up the travel because a lot of the seeds 
have not been to I mean a lot of the seeds have not been determined but we do know this Milwaukee has clinched the number one overall seed the Boston Celtics are going to be the number two seed um the Cleveland Cavaliers I mean the Philadelphia Philadelphia 76ers are the three seed the Cleveland Cavaliers are the four seed and the New York Knicks are the number five seed. Those are the only things that have been determined. Now, with a Cavaliers win or a Heat loss, the Nets, I mean, not a Cavaliers win, but a Brooklyn Nets win or a Heat loss, the Brooklyn Nets would clinch the sixth seed. So, that's very interesting. So, one of the many, one of the matchups have been officially set in the playoffs. And I'm going to give a little early preview. I'm not going to give my prediction. But however, a Cavaliers and Knicks series. So, the Cleveland Cavaliers played at New York Knicks question is, how can the Cavs win this series? Well, I can say that the Cavaliers have a, a better bench than the Knicks. I can say that Donovan Mitchell is a God-level playoff performer, and this would be Darius Garland's first playoffs. So there is a little bit of pressure on the kid to deliver. So, according to this, let me see. So the Cavaliers and the Knicks is very interesting. It's going to be a very fun series. I think it's going to be a lot of scoring. man to finally like talk about according to this season The Knicks lead the season series three to one. 
So, I mean, it's 0-0 in the playoffs. It's 0-0 at the end of the day. I mean, Julius Randle, is he going to be 100%? That's going to be the million-dollar question. Will OB Toppin be ready just in case Julius Randle isn't available? This is Jalen Brunson's second playoff series. And, you know, this is his team from a technical standpoint. Whereas he played second banana to Luka Doncic last year. But I will do my playoff predictions when the playoffs are set. I'm not going to give you no nigga. I ain't going to let y'all motherfuckers eat off my shit, man. Pause. Phoenix Suns have also clinched the uh, playoffs. Well, we all knew that was going to happen. I mean, they're still undefeated with Kevin Durant in the lineup. Just all depends on who plays who at the end of the day. But that was a good accomplishment. I mean, obviously, we knew Phoenix was going to clinch the playoffs with or without Kevin Durant. That's that's another uh, version of Captain Obvious. Joel Embiid cemented his MVP status in my eyes, I think, with a 52-point, 13 rebound, 6 assist game versus Boston, the number two overall seed. I understand that Jalen Brown didn't play, but Boston is deep. Uh, One of the deepest teams in the league. No excuses. But I think that um, Embiid has locked up the MVP, in my opinion, with that that game right there. That was a very big performance. Hardaway versus Hardaway. So Tim Hardaway Sr. has come out and criticized Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. It's kind of awkward when your father is criticizing your two team, your your two star players on your team. So Tim Hardaway Jr. came out and defended Luka and Kyrie, saying that. They both exhibit great leadership. We all know that Luka and Kyrie have to lead by example. But we also do know that the Dallas Mavericks flaws are defensively. They're defensive issues. Now, am I going to say that Tim Hardaway Sr. was wrong for shitting on Junior's teammates? Yes and no. I mean, they asked him a question, and he answered to the best of his abilities. And 
Junior has a right to defend his teammates and disagree with his, his own father. And speaking of the Mavericks, they survived tonight because legitimately in order for this team to make the playoffs or the play in, I should say, they have to win out. Kyrie Irving had a big game. Kyrie Irving had a really huge game against the Sacramento Kings. As they defeated the Sacramento Kings 123 to 119. And they are tied with the Thunder for the 10th seed. You got to look at the leftover games for these teams, right? Okay, so the Mavericks are 38 and 42. They beat the Kings. They got the Bulls and the Spurs. These are two games that they're going to win, in my opinion. They're going to definitely win out the rest of the season. That game against Phoenix is going to be real important. Even though I think regardless, the Clippers are going to play the Suns. That, I mean, the Clippers are going to play. I mean, you never know. On second thought. Because the Warriors are fifth now, I think. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Or the Clippers might be back at fifth because, remember, they, got, they had the uh, same record. I think the Clippers own the tiebreaker. But Dallas has a legit shot of winning out and going to the play Chicago Bulls. The Chicago Bulls are ass. They are a dog's ass. They have been the biggest disappointment this season. Now, however... Despite their loss to the Milwaukee Bucks, they clinched the play-in. So basically, they make the play-in. But for them to have three All-Stars and to completely fucking stink, this is not only a DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine problem, but this is a Billy Donovan problem. I mean, Donovan's been a failure everywhere he's gone. And the pros. Like this dude can't win anything. I mean, dude is a walking coaching mid-pack. And the Bulls should be ashamed of themselves for even stepping on the court every night. Because DeRozan just had the worst game tonight. And whenever you need him, he's nowhere to be found. At least Vucevic and Levine are a little bit more consistent. Even though Levine has not had very good games the last couple of games.
right. Now let's get to the meat and the potatoes of this episode as the battle for L.A. commence tonight as the Clippers go for 11 straight victories over the Los Angeles Lakers, a.k.a. the Fakers, because I keep trying to tell y'all, a lot of these Lakers fans are not true Lakers fans. These are LeBron fans masquerading as Lakers fans. That's why I call them the Fakers. Because when LeBron leaves, they ain't going to be no longer Lakers fans anymore. But the Los Angeles Clippers defeat the Los Angeles Lakers 125 to 118. I was watching like a proud dad, watching his only son that made it. The Clippers pretty much had control the entire game from start to finish. I got a chance to watch the second half of this game. I was too busy watching the snowfall. You know what I'm saying? But um, LeBron James, another great game. But almost doesn't count. 38, 8, no, 33, 8, and 7. Not bad for an old man. I give him his props. Braun in the second half was amazing. Braun in that first half was pedestrian. Lance Armstrong put on a hell of a performance in the uh, second half. As he scored 30 in in the second half. Fire. Anthony Davis, though, was a was what I was kind of disappointed in. But I believe also it was good strategy by the Clippers to double-team him and to single-cover him with Zubac on some plays. Austin Reeves, 20 points. D'Angelo Russell, 15.7 assists. The story of the Lakers was the Lakers bench did not come to play tonight. There was no one man off the bench that could help these guys. And yes, I'm pointing the finger at the Lakers bench. I'm definitely disappointed in them. Now the Los Angeles Clippers though, Kawhi Leonard hit a lot of devastating shots on the Lakers. Big shots at that. I mean, he had 25 points of his own. The story of the night really was Avica Zubak. He def- not only defended Anthony Davis pretty well, he scored 17 points and uh, had 13 rebounds and a big block at the end of the game. Russell Westbrook. In a revenge game, he had 14 points and four assists. Not the ideal performance here, but the story of tonight also was the Clippers bench. Bones Highland, that whole fourth quarter and and toward the end of the third quarter, early fourth quarter, Bones Highland was hitting big shot after big shot after big shot. He hit three big three-pointers. Terrence Mann hit some shots. But the big 
but the leading scorer of the night was Norman Powell. He had 27 points on 8 of 15 shooting. He was hitting mid-range, three-pointers, attacking the basket, including a power dunk to seal off the game. My thoughts on this game is the Clippers continue to dominate the Lakers and have been a thorn in their side since 2020. And the Clippers did this without Paul George. I really do feel like the Lakers should have taken advantage of Paul George being out. They really should have. And they failed. As they always do. Gotta remember, Los Angeles Lakers are a lottery team still. Who improved? Who improved? I mean, when you gotta look at the players, I mean, there's nothing you can, there's no one to really blame for this loss. I mean, the Clippers just have the Lakers number. Offensively and defensively. The Lakers just couldn't figure out a way to close the game despite LeBron's great performance. And now, let me take an updated look at the seeds. I need the updated look though. That's gonna be the hard part. Cause things have really gotten interesting now. All right, so as I said in the East, I already talked about the Eastern Conference. Looks like, um, I mean, the Raptors can move up to eight if they went out and the Hawks go 42 and 40. However, the Bulls are, are locked at 10. The Orlando Magic, though, hell of a year for them. 34 wins, that's big. They got some big wins this year. I mean, you got to look at the Miami Heat have been disappointing. I mean, they need a little bit of magic on their side if they're going to get out of the play-in, but I highly doubt it. Western Conference, I mean, Lord forbid, I mean, the Grizzlies could still get the number one seed. That's not clinched yet. However, what is clinched is the Sacramento Kings. And then, of course, Phoenix clinched number four. Um, the Clippers and Warriors are tied at 42 and 38 for the five seed. And the Clippers on the tiebreaker, as I said earlier. The Los Angeles Lakers, however, are still hovering at seven, and they have a high chance of making the playing game. The New Orleans Pelicans are eighth, tied with the Lakers for seventh. Lakers on the tiebreaker, of course. The Minnesota Timberwolves have been a disappointment since Carl Anthony Towns has returned to the lineup, which makes you wonder, is Carl Anthony Towns the problem 
in Minnesota and should they trade him? I've been saying yes on that. I've been on Laura Bencroft on that. Then you got the OKC Thunder who are, are tied with the Mavericks for 10th. crazy thing about this is the Utah Jazz can still make the playoffs, but it has to take a, a meltdown from the OKC Thunder and the Mavericks for the Jazz to creep in to the uh, 10 seed. So nothing has been set in stone yet in the West as far as I'm concerned. All right, that's my show for tonight. This is King Known Uncensored, Battle for LA, and I'm gone.